Cheers. Welcome to episode six of Sip Talk. Today we're going to be talking about a bunch of different things. These guys don't know what we're going to talk about yet. Uh, let's do a quick round robin. Introduce yourself. Uh, I'm Zane. I'm a team leader here. And uh, yeah, I'm 24. I'm Josh. I'm a real estate agent. And I've been in the company for a few months. Cool. My name's Matt. I'm one of Zane's junior agents. I'm 18 and I've been doing real estate since I turned 18. Disclaimer. <laughs> what's in your hand? What are you drinking? Nothing. Arthur, I'm a team leader. I'm 24. I've been here for three years. Shout out to the 24-year-olds. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 18. All right, house. so uh, I want to jump right, to the, right off the bat and get into the renter protection law that was passed this summertime. And I want to know how it's been affecting you guys, what you think of it. Um, real quick, there's a few different things about this renter protection law. Uh, number one is landlords can no longer charge extra security deposit. They can no longer char- charge prepaid rent. So no more months one up month. front to, to be approved. So if you have poor credit um, or you don't have any credit or you don't make enough income or you're international, whatever the case may be, you can no longer pay extra months up front to get approved. Um, another part of the act is application fees are changed from no limit they could charge you five hundred dollars to apply now they can only charge twenty dollars for application fees and background checks so yeah no more years up front one month deposit max that's yeah yeah, you capped it all but traditionally landlords have charged extra months of rent as extra security so if you don't have uh any income say you have a few hundred grand in the bank but you don't have a job right now you might want to prepay the last three months or something like that, but you can't do that anymore. Yeah. So we have a lot of international clients that's affected. Um, they come here to study. Their families are very wealthy, but the landlords can no longer charge extra security. So what's happening? What's happening with you guys? Just getting fully rejected. Been, um, I mean, well, Matt said fully rejected. I mean, in normal situations, they would just bag uh, bad credit client would just put two extra months of security down be fine but now we're now we're coming across they need a they need extra security and they can't do it and landlords just summarily reject them there's nothing we can do about it so we're seeing a lot of uh, third-party guarantors come in and uh, it's kind of changing the, the market yeah so in New York I know probably in other markets as well but in New York we have third-party guarantors so there's companies like the guarantors insurance Rhino uh, there's Jenny. one Jetty is one that, that Jetty. I was missing um, but that is a cost to the renter. So the renter has to pay roughly a month. Some of them allow you to pay monthly over the course of the lease. Some more. But it's money out of your pocket. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? It's an actual additional cost. Yeah. So if you're prepaying rent, so you prepay the last six months for the rent, that goes towards your rent. Right. So the last six months you live rent free. Yeah, um, but great. now if it costs you an extra month with a lease guarantee service, it's an extra month out of pocket over the course of the year, and, and it's right off the it it's right off the bat. And you don't see it again because nope. it's a it's a cost. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and not here's the other part is not every landlord, the majority of landlords, don't work with that. Yeah. You know, if it, cool. it, I find most of those services work in the luxury yeah. high rise buildings. Almost every luxury high rise we do will accept some form of that. But or if you're like a mom and pop landlord, if you're a small landlord, you don't want to do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mo- most of the time, the conditions with these services are. What happens, they guarantee the lease. So if uh, you get a jump, I just got to adjust your mic. Um, 
in order for, for this to be any value for the landlord, if the tenant stops paying rent, mm -hmm. so say they're two months late on rent, the landlord wants to evict them, this service doesn't just start paying the rent off the bat. Yeah. The landlord actually has to evict them first. Mm -hmm. And then the lease guarantee service will pay back. Okay, but the eviction is still on the landlord, and that could still take time. Yep. And, and Rhino, is, they've got a really good program where it's only a monthly fee. You know, it's not a big upfront cost. So what we're seeing is Rhino charges $10 a month for a $2,500 apartment, but most landlords still don't accept it because they're so old school, we still don't even do electronic signatures. Everything's got to be wet signatures, original, original copies, everything like that. But, it's but such an old school market. Let me ask you from the landlord's perspective, before you could charge three months extra security, and you knew you were good, because if they stopped paying rent, it may take you three months to evict them. In New York, it could literally take you six to eight months right. to evict somebody. Um, but if it's if you're asking that, if you're going to take the rhino, but you're going to ask that person to pay ten dollars extra a month, that's a very low barrier to somebody who's underqualified. No, absolutely, I totally agree. Rhino's got okay. a great program. Yeah, but, but is that is the landlord feeling more secure? with somebody who's willing to only pay $10 a month. That's, I don't know the underwriting. I have a question for you though. Behind yeah. it. Your client that, uh, that got Rhino, were they American? Were they have American credit? Yeah. Because yeah. my client that had Rhino, they had to pay Rhino $8,000. What? Yeah. So, but that's, yeah. that's how their underwriting works. Wow. Uh, you know, it, really, it really depends. But that's a nice, I mean, it, you know, it is, right now it's the only way people are getting approved with these new laws. Um, but I, you know, I think prepaying three months of rent towards the back end of the lease is a good thing. I thought about what you said though, uh, a couple weeks ago, you said one third of your business is international. I would, I would say, yeah, I would say about 30% about of our business is international people, which are people coming here with no social security numbers. Mm -hmm. I have somebody today, I worked with her seven years ago. She's moved to Australia, she just came back. She's been back for a week. We sat down today and trying to figure out how we can get her approved. Her budget is not affording her a landlord that's going to take one of these lease guarantee services, and you know she's she just sold her home. She, you know she's got a, a ton of money in the in the bank ready to prepay rent, but she can't do it. It's illegal. Um, but yeah, I don't know what the international people are doing. Well, I know we had a ton of clients who ended up crashing on people's sofas, and I talked to a lot of other real estate agents in the field that their clients that their clients tried to. Uh, uh, you know, try to apply, and they got they they weren't approved. Yeah. So now, what's the benefit of this, though? Who's it benefiting? Who's it benefiting? Well, real quick, uh, anybody who's live, if you guys want to ask questions, these guys will shout out the questions. Feel free to say hi, uh, chime in. But really, if you have questions, that's that's that'd be great. So we have some <laughs> additional participants. So, yeah, something. Um, so give me that again. Who's it benefiting? Who's the lease guarantee service benefiting? Yes. Well, it's guaranteeing. It's it's, it's guaranteeing the lease. No, for no, a tenant no, who was no. under, otherwise underqualified. Why was the law passed? Is I that mean, what you're yeah, asking? Yeah. Why was the law passed? Because they thought it was going to benefit the consumer. So mm. well, I had a friend that reached out to me. This she actually posted on her on her story when the law was passed. Great news! Now nobody effectively great news. My credit shit. Now landlords can't take advantage of me. So and I replied to her story. <laughs> I said, now landlords aren't going to charge you extra security deposit for the apartment. They the They're apartment. just going to tell you no. Exactly. Right. Mm -hmm. And she's like, oh shit. <laughs> but that's exactly that's exactly the case. That's, that's exactly happening. what's happening. And in my opinion, people are getting fucked. Yeah, yeah. a lot. And Definitely. I would rather my client come to me and prepay 
three-month security deposit, which they get back at the end of the lease, yeah. or prepay the last two months worth of rent, which they live rent-free for the last two months, yeah. then pay a month of rent somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I it definitely makes sense. agree. It makes sense. I, I don't, I don't really see the benefit at all. Me neither. Yeah, you know, I think if you're not, if you don't have great credit, and somebody asks you to prepay rent, that's very reasonable. Yeah, yeah. Right. Very true. But if you're not from here, you can't. I mean, you if have no credit. Exactly. That's that's you the cost. Money. That's yeah. the that's the you know the barriers of entry right there. I agree. Doesn't uh -huh. that eliminate the whole free enterprise system? Well, it does. The application fee thing. That's great. That's I great. you know, I, well, I, I, uh, I I I disagree with it, but I see the benefit for the consumer. For the consumer, because we, I mean, before this happened, we were seeing a lot of landlords just stack as many applications as they could, charge two hundred dollars in app fees mm -hmm. on a four bedroom apartment. That's eight hundred dollars per. That's yeah, eight hundred dollars yeah, per yeah. application. Per application. Per if you block the other cameras. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to get a good angle. That's all. So, uh, so it was eight hundred dollars per group that applied. So mm -hmm. that that's great in, in that case, but there are still some instances. But, um, now, I, if it costs $20 to do a credit check yeah, yeah. and you're just passing that cost on to the renter, cool, I get that. Um, but I've watched many agents sit in our office until 2 o'clock in the morning putting together applications for a four-bedroom apartment, which means you have four, you know, effectively the application will go out like, like this big. Yep. And if you're working with guarantors... Yeah, and you have husband-wife guarantors, yeah, yeah. different bank statements. You, I mean, yeah. I've shipped applications in FedEx boxes. Okay, um, because it's too big for a fax. It's too big for an email. Um, but for that agent, for that deal not to go through because the tenant lied about their credit, right? Or you know something that you didn't know about, or even something you did know about, but we were taking a chance for somebody to make zero dollars, but to spend a week with with somebody and all this all this time doing an application right. we're putting it on all it's a pro it's a processing it is. fee it is yeah. right. what's up uh, someone has a question he's a guy agent willing to move how can he benefit from you justin <laughs> <laughs> you should set up an interview so we can discuss in person um i think that'd probably be the best way um all right jonathan Send me that email, justin at dejulio nyc. Dot nyc? Dot nyc. Dot nyc. Yeah. Oh, you got a new one. Yeah, uh, dejulio.com is taken by somebody who sells celebrity autographs. Wow. <laughs> I messaged him on Facebook, email. I think I called his home, his house phone. <laughs> yeah, whatever works. Uh, the guy, he's never answered work. me. I've been doing it for years. <laughs> he's hiding from me. What's it? Justin at dejulio.nyc. But you're also looking at my Instagram, so send me a DM. I will get back to you. I have a question about those true rent laws. Didn't right. they have a cap with uh, the amount of money landlords can use for renovations? So these these are some of the things that I'm not 100% on because that's really not on the brokerage side. Right. But that is part of it, and it also affects how much they can raise the rent. Oh. So we have landlords that somebody moved out of the apartment who's been there for eight years. The apartment's kind of trash, but the rent is, let's say, $1,900 on a... Otherwise, what would be now a $2,900 apartment, mm -hmm. they can't bring it up to $2,900 because the apartment's trashed. And if they put $40,000 worth of work into it, they're still not going to get the extra $1,000, mm -hmm. right? Oh my gosh. So they're not, they're, yeah. not, they're not doing shit That's to the apartment. Painful. They're not doing shit to the apartment. I, I saw one, one of those. Who did a $1,500 apartment? Yeah. You just did one in Midtown. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, the studio, right? 
we have a uh, Terry Vincent here. Jane, he loved your socks. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> so uh, Arthur just did. We we talked the last time we were here that Arthur did one of his first deals was a super cheap apartment in a in a part of Manhattan that is pretty cheap. He just did probably less money on this deal. The rent was less because it was a rent-stabilized apartment and they couldn't raise the rent and the Tenant Protection Act yeah, uh, didn't protect any tenants because they had moved out. Yeah. Oh. Right? Right. Right. So this is somebody... So, so basically, they just can't charge market rate on the apartment. Mm. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, but what, So it was, was that the basis of your question? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to look into that. Maybe in a future podcast, we can discuss kind of the landlord side of it. Mm -hmm. Maybe we'll get a, a landlord in here. Yeah, um, that's and, a good idea. And yeah, figure that idea. out. Um, what else you guys have? No more questions on live? Nope, none so far. Right. No what, more about my socks? Audio. <laughs> um, What's next, Mr. Jinnaman? I mean, yeah, but I, yeah, I really kind of want to milk this renter protection law because I just I feel like we can't convey to people well, how badly they're being fucked by this law. And I sat down. They don't I, realize it. But it, it sells really well. You no mm -hmm. longer, if your credit's lousy, landlords can no longer charge you extra. You just can't yeah. live in the city. The landlords just say, yeah. fuck you. But what do people look at, though? They're saving money. They're not. But no, it, they're, no, think about it. From, from a person's point of view, you're saying, one, I don't have to pay $150 for an application fee, $20, mm -hmm. right? Then you're saying, what, well, I don't have to pay more up for security or for uh, rent a year up front. Have to pay all that. I, I get what you're saying, but from a person's let, point of let view, me give you let me give you a good example. Saying, let saying, me give you a good example. All right, you make sixty thousand dollars a year. Mm -hmm. You go to Bloomingdale's. Everything seems expensive. Mm -hmm. All right, mm -hmm. you're charging a premium, right? But you mm -hmm. don't make enough money. Mm -hmm. All right, so Bloomingdale says, you know, we're not just going to charge expensive prices anymore. All right, we're just closing our doors to you. If you make less than sixty grand mm -hmm. a year, you make less than a hundred. Set the mark wherever you want. They just say, fuck you. Mm -hmm. You can't you can't pay to play. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you can't pay to play. Oh, you're not good enough. I, I mean, that's not a great analogy, but to me, it feels the it's same. relevant though. It feels yeah. the same because if your credit is less than six eighty, landlords are telling you to fuck yourself. Yeah. Yep. Or they're going to tell you to go to another service, which is going to charge you additionally. And I love these services. I actually think they're great for internationals. Number Special one, we have internationals. First thing I, I say is go there. Um, but it doesn't work for everybody because they also, you know, they charge people who have lousy credit more. Mm -hmm. Or maybe somebody has. 800 credit, but they only make 40 grand a year, and their parents are paying for it, but they don't want to guarantee it, or their parents are in another country. The landlord doesn't accept an international guarantor. Mm -hmm. Let's see. Yeah, and the more expensive apartments are accepting these services, the, the less expensive ones aren't. Yeah, 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 so yeah. I guess in a way, they kind of still are spending more money. Uh, it ruins the whole concept of America. It it does because it, it changes that free market. It changes the capitalist. Yeah. It's yeah. it's you know it's the laws. Yep. I understand why they did it. I just I don't think they thought it through fully. Well, I we just I exchanged a lot of emails with the, council the councilman that did it. Yep. Um, there's an, there's the, another woman who's involved in it. Um, I haven't even seen her. Were they disgruntled um, renters? What's that? Probably. Were they disgruntled renters? I have a feeling that he was. I'd yeah. like to hear more of his personal story and why he's so passionate about it. But he just spent the entire meeting. We were in there like an hour and a half, mm -hmm. just backpedaling and, and explaining that you know that it was still going to help people, mm -hmm. um, and it wasn't going to hurt the brokers or the people as bad as we seemed to think that it would. But I can tell you, four months in, five months in, 
you know, we've been fucked as brokers because our business has been hurt and Mm -hmm. renters have been fucked. Yeah. So. Yeah. um, Puts us in a predicament. I mean, I feel like it definitely, like, since the application fees are so low, I had, Mm -hmm. remember that one client we had, we showed her the luxury buildings in Midtown. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she was applying on every single one. Yeah. So it was like, and then you're you're putting all these applications together all in just for them to be like, oh, I put some, another one in with another broker. Yeah. And then all that work you put in, just mm-hmm. out, out of the drain. Cause, and you know, you're lowering your credit score at that. Yeah, yeah I mean, they're taking Well, your credit's getting well, checked left, right, and center ding, ding, as well. Ding, ding. Well, well, I won't go into that. But. All right. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, uh, red wine or white wine? Red wine or white wine. Artie, what are you drinking? I'm not drinking anything. Good idea. Gala, Gala's bringing white. Gala's bringing champagne. Um, Rosh, can you give me Gala's glass? So I, I will tell you, it may be... White? Yeah. Switch it up. You know, they say that, that red wine puts you to sleep, and then people say that's not true. But I can tell you 100%, whenever I have red wine, it puts me right to sleep. Really? Yeah, without, without a doubt. Makes you feel groggy a bit. Every time. Thank you. Yes, sir. It's a higher alcohol Man. content. No, I mean, I. No, you want the whole bottle? Uh, yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, keep that away from Matt. He's been he's been pretty good, but he has been good. Um, red wine or white wine? White, white. But traditionally, you would go straight for white. Uh, no, it really depends on the mood. Okay. Like if if I'm indoors, if I'm at home, I'll take a little bit of white. But um, if I'm out and about going to events, I prefer red. Yeah. Any particular? Really? Nothing, nothing in particular. No, not not a connoisseur. Mm-mm. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm a lover of wine, but not a connoisseur. Yeah. So I, I feel you on that. Um, I accept all reds. Red or white? <laughs> Honestly, it's it's uh, November twenty eighth, and you're sitting with your family around a turkey. Which which wine are your parents going to serve you in a glass? Probably sangria. Of course. Sangria. That is the only wine I think I've ever seen in my house. Really? Yeah, no, I'm sure there's You more. know Sangria isn't a type of wine, right? I, well, yeah, yeah. I, well <laughs> you guys can tell. Fair so, enough. So, so, I'll give so you none. I'll give so you none. Right. 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 We're clipping that. Uh, That's the intro. Yeah, it doesn't matter to me. Totally not. It doesn't matter to me. <laughs> I, like, I prefer red, though. I prefer red, though. You, or do you prefer red? Any yeah. any particular blend of red? Uh, No. I don't. Josh, what was the red wine that you gave? Oh, Cabernet. Oh, Cabernet, yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I got the recommendation from the clerk. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know. This one sells the most. <laughs> yeah. We have a liter bottle. Um, remember that yeah. bottle? The bottle you turn upside down, it looks like a rose? Oh, yeah, that's pretty good. What is it? Gerard Bertrand Cote de Roses or something like oh, that? Oh, uh, Costa Provence. Is that what it is? Yeah. You said that fast, I couldn't re-say that. Costa hey. Provence. Get out. Yeah. Get out. Um, <laughs> we'll throw a picture up somewhere. Get out. No, yeah, uh, Ra- Rosh will put a, a link in the YouTube. <laughs> Uh, oh, oh, excuse me. Excuse me. Say that one more time. Close. Can we get that on mic, please? <laughs> ASMR. Excuse me. Um, <laughs> uh, do we get any, anything way. else on live? No. no. Uh, oh, shit. We have an audience, though. Oh, that's good. Um, speak right, up, cool. audience. Yes, please speak up. Okay. We're here. Uh, one sec. Hey everyone, I'm RT. Feel free to speak up, ask questions. Uh, we want to hear what you have to say. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, RT. I just, one more thing I want to talk about today is getting clients to meet in the office. So with our company, we're really big on getting people into the office before we run out and show apartments. Um, I understand for some people, rentals are kind of you know small potatoes uh-huh. and they just want to call an agent and go meet at the apartment. Yeah. If they don't like it, move on with their life. But 
here we're really more about working with the client. We're not a door opening agency, we're a real estate agency. Mm -hmm. And whether you're working the landlord side, you're working the landlord side, you're doing a lot of work for that landlord. You're sitting down mm -hmm. the landlord, you're going over pricing, you're marketing, you're advertising, mm -hmm. you're spending a lot of time in that property. When you're on the tenant side, somebody contacts you to see something, you have no prior relationship, a lot of agents just run straight to the apartment, open the door. If that person doesn't like it, they don't like it, they move on with their Saturday, Sunday, Tuesday afternoon, mm -hmm. Friday morning, whatever it might be. Uh, I'm completely against that because I want to take care of the tenant side of things, the renter side of things. Yeah. Um, just like with sales, somebody's interested in buying, I want to sit down with them, make sure financing's in, in line, figure out exactly what they're looking for, rather than just saying, let me show you three random places. Either, either, either way, either way, it's time consuming. Either way you look at it. Yeah. The point is though, when you have a renter client who wants to work with you, they want to see a property, what I want to do is get them to the office first mm -hmm. so we can go over their criteria. Now, if there's one place they want to see, we'll make sure they see that because as you guys know across the board, if I ever caught anybody bait and switching people, I'd kick them out of the office. So if there's one place they want to see, I want them to see that place. Mm -hmm. But typically, nine out of 10 people don't rent the apartment that they contact us for. True, true. So yep. I want to sit down with somebody for five or 10 minutes first, go over their criteria. I'll show them the one they contacted us for, but then move on to move on to the next. Yeah. And the next, and the next, if need be. Mm -hmm. But I need to know before I start showing you the next, what's going to be up your alley, what's going to meet your mm -hmm. criteria. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but we get a lot of pushback on that. So we I wanted to do. kind of get your guys perspective on the type of pushback that you're getting and maybe somebody who's looking for an apartment will be watching this at some point and fully understand the value in sitting down with a real estate agent first before just running and opening doors. I, th I think uh, just to touch base on that real quick and let you guys talk, I think what a lot of people don't realize is that we don't get paid hourly, yeah. we get paid yeah. on a commission. So our, our yeah. interests are aligned. If I don't find you a great apartment, I don't make any money. Yeah. So if I don't show you the best apartment, that that'd be silly. I, that wouldn't make any sense to me. It wouldn't make any sense to you. Well, the I'm renter, not being a, I'm not being a good real estate agent. Renter wants point. to see the best place for them, and you want to show them the best place. Exactly. For them. That, the thing is, they don't know when they contact you. The place that they're contacting you for may not be the best place for them. Right. Well, the market changes every every minute. Every minute, there's thirteen thousand listings on on the market right now in Manhattan mm -hmm. alone. So, I mean, the market changes every minute. So, one second they could inquire on this this apartment, but another apartment could hit the market that we don't have pictures of. And we don't know about it until they get to the office and we sit down with them and figure out exactly what they're looking and for. Do that search. Cause they, exactly. They, exactly. Cause they can inquire an apartment that's on 150th street, but they could be looking up to 190th street. And the one on 190th is a brand new one that we don't know about. They don't know about. And that's the best one. And that's, 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 that's why we do the office meeting is to figure out exactly what they want. And, and, and we come to a conclusion. Thank you. Uh, and and that's that that's the that's the ultimate basis for it. It's not to waste anyone's time. It's it's to save time essentially. And it might seem like a time waste, but I promise you, it's not. It's it's for the better of everyone. No, you're a real estate agent. You're rich. So they all think like I'm. A <laughs> yeah, great. But I think the biggest thing is people feel like they're being baited and switched. And I think there's so much bait and switch out there. There's that, a ton. But I, I, I don't think that. I think people just don't take what we do seriously. I agree. Because like, I feel like 100%. it's like... Well, if, if we rent 90% of our clients' apartments that are not the apartment they contacted us on, that means... Probably say it's more that than that. That means 90% of it is actually our experience I get what you're business. saying, but think about, think about it with people. You ask them, when the real estate comes to mind, what do you think? Oh, it's a scam or I want my money, but mm -hmm. it's not the truth. 
So before I moved up here, I was I was selling cars in Charleston, South Carolina, and when I moved up here, I very quickly realized that the public's perception of real estate agents yeah, in New York City, sucks. we are the used car salesmen of New York City. Yeah, we we're not. I promise you, sleazy, but that's the that's the sleazy. public's perception of us, and I don't I don't really know how we change that. Just think about it. how many people you meet. They tell you, "Are we going to see the actual apartment?" Or they're like, "Oh yeah, I saw this apartment on Street Easy and." It was in the actual apartment, or it was a phony listing, or you didn't show me what I wanted to see. Mm -hmm. And then you're generally like, I'm going to show you what you contacted me on, and mm -hmm. then it's hard for them to believe. Yeah. That actually happens right. to me today. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I think that's the value of the office meetings. If you can get somebody here, you guys can get on the same page. Mm -hmm. I think that's really, I think it's impossible to do by text or Facebook Messenger oh, yeah, or yeah. something like that. I agree with what you're saying. Think about totally this. Impossible. Think about this. You see an apartment that's $2,000, right? You already know you're gonna have to pay the security and you're gonna have to pay the um, rent. That's really four thousand dollars. So say if you meet me in the street, and you're like, yeah, you gotta sign these papers and you don't know why I work. Right. I could give you a phony business card. Mm -hmm. I could. You don't even know if I'm licensed. I was I was at like, the bank in maybe 2014, maybe even or maybe 2012 or something like that, and I remember there was three dudes. They were probably like 26 years oldish, mm -hmm. and they had shown up at an apartment. Uh, Gallon, when did we start working together? What year? 2014? 15? 14. 14. So, it, it must have been before then. I was at the bank, three dudes were there, and what they had done is they had taken certified checks, mm -hmm. and they had paid somebody these certified checks. They showed up to the building, prior mm -hmm. they paid. They showed up to the building with their moving van. Oh, God. Went oh, up to the apartment, and someone was living there. Wow. This is a financial district apartment. Wow. Somebody's living Ooh. there. And Ooh. they walked into the apartment as if they owned it and said to the people living there, what the fuck are you doing in our house? And the people living there said, what the fuck are you doing at our house? One, we're here first. <laughs> right. And the last time they saw it was 25 days prior, mm -hmm. and it was empty, and now it was fully furnished. Somebody's living there. And then the agent totally ghosted. Wow. Wow. And they each paid... Thirty-six hundred bucks or thirty-two hundred dollars. This agent, this agent made made off with at least, wow. if for around ten grand, Jeez. from these people and probably more people. Wow. Yeah. Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Now, I'll tell you this. One thing you told me when I first came to the company, you're like, "This is a profession," and you're saying basically, "Are you going to street meet your doctor or an accountant at like a Starbucks or anything?" Like, no. You're going to meet them at their office. And conduct business so right. that's how i have my approach when it comes to bringing clients over yeah. everybody is going to have their own rebuttal but as a professional it's in your best interest to actually come here right you don't call your dentist and say hey can you meet me at my house tomorrow and give me a teeth cleaning <laughs> doctors do that some doctors do not that. a dentist um you need to have a private practice but look, yeah. this, is, this is my this is my 10th year in the business and i've mm -hmm. met thousands of agents and i've seen i see them come and go i can tell you agents who do street meets and when somebody calls them, they run out to the apartment. They're not in the business in 18 months. Mm. And most of the time, they're not in the business in six months. I did, did take a street meet app today. Yeah, great, great. But I'm telling you, most it's of the rare. agents that do it's that, rare. Rare. I've, done, I've, done, that. I've done both, and it sucked when I had to go to Inwood a couple of times, and they canceled on me. And yep. you get all the way yeah, up there, a 50-minute exactly. train ride, Ooh, and then... It was the we worst. But the thing is, we don't a, get paid our yeah, time. But a lot of times, yeah. they don't cancel. 
Yeah. They just don't, they don't yeah, even read. They're like, I'm on the way. Yeah. You get there, and you give them the benefit of that. You text them. They don't answer. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, I'll just wait a few minutes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you text mm -hmm. them. You're like, okay, now it's 15 minutes later, but they're probably still on the train. Right. Mm -hmm. Now, you've yeah. already wasted an hour getting there. They're yeah. probably still underground, so they don't have reception, mm -hmm. yeah. which is going to change the future. There'll be fucking reception in the fucking core of the earth. Yeah, but, I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, right? Um, but you just wait, and you just wait. Whoa, and you yeah. just get more miserable. Yeah. And more sad. Yeah. And this job fucking sucks more and more by the instant. <laughs> yeah. Which yeah. is why I think the office meeting is so good. I if I have an agent at the apartment and I do an office meeting with a client and send that client to the agent, I don't ever actually expect them to show up. Nope. Mm -hmm. Only because I've worked with so many fucking people in the city. New Yorkers are fucking grimy, man. Yeah, they really are. They're yeah. really grimy. Yeah, they are. They are. I mean, I just agree. the past three I know, days. I mean, they're, they're also <laughs> incredible and beautiful and, you know, yeah. wonderful. But... You can't tell the difference from sitting with, with somebody for 10 minutes. I agree. All right, anybody who's played Tinder and gone on a date or two or three and been ghosted will well, stand behind that statement. I can tell you yeah. this. Being on a train with them, you could build their rapport. You but that's what it's them. about. You need yeah. to understand what's influencing yeah. their mind. People, people want to do them. business with people that they, they like, they're friends they like with. And they trust. They, yeah. yeah. And they spend time with thing. them. You get to know what they like, this, what they want to do. If you just meet them at the building, you're oh, just nah, a salesperson. Nah, yeah. You're, so you're just another statistic. You're like, all right, here, that's one apartment down. On to the next one. You're just a doorman. Literally. We're so much more than that, and people don't realize that. That's exactly what it is. We are so much that more. That got me so people upset. Don't, people don't realize that. Happened to me like three times in one day. Wow. I went up there. She was like, yeah, I got in a car accident. I'm like, I don't believe her. <laughs> I was like, you know what? Stuff happens. I deal, I deal with more uh, more uh, family emergencies. Oh, and, yeah, uh, yeah. What is it? Food sickness? What is, yeah. Food poisoning. In my real life existing, in my real life existing as a human before like having to book appointments, Food poisoning was not as prevalent of a thing. Yeah. I think, you know, <laughs> I, I would say, like, I knew maybe 70 people kind of day to day, and maybe I had, like, 800 Facebook friends. I had ne I'd heard of food poisoning, like, once in my life. Yeah. All right? Now that I book appointments, I take interviews, <laughs> I show clients, we get food poisoning, RT. How often do we get food poisoning? At least once a day or something? I had it three times I last week. F family emergencies? Family emergencies? On a weekly basis. Oh, yeah. I think the craziest one that we ever got was, like, a death. Like that. Well, that could be real. No, it wasn't real. That could be real. This, one, this one in particular, we found out wasn't real. How, how did you find out? Uh, you got to ask Mario about that one. <laughs> <laughs> of course, it yeah, has to do with yeah. Mario. Oh, oh man. Yeah. Oh, Mario. But I also feel like, as a, from the client side of things, the clients feel like they're going to be fucked by real estate agents, too. Yeah, of course. So, uh, See, think about it. You're meeting a complete stranger. Mm -hmm. I don't know you. Mm -hmm. You're going to put money down for this place. You know, the thing to me that makes sense about the office meet is, you know where I work. Why will I play around with that? It protects yeah. everyone. It protects me. Let me ask you a question. On the renter or the real estate agent side, or the buyer and the real estate agent side, or the seller on the real yeah. estate agent side, you're a 105-pound female. You're beautiful, all right? And you're going to meet somebody in a not-so-great neighborhood. Maybe yeah, you have my office. Yeah. Or you're going to meet somebody in a great neighborhood, but, but in a private location. But even behind even, a lockable door inside of an apartment. But I'll even as even as an individual with triple pane windows. Sorry, go but ahead. But even as yourself now, I could contact you, right? Anybody can contact you. I contact you now and I say, Hey, meet me at this apartment. You're like, Yeah, I'm gonna come. And I'm there with like five, six guys. How are you gonna feel? Not safe. 
Right. Yeah. That's why we meet at we, we, we rock up at buildings where there's a fucking gang outside of the yeah, building. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you're oh, just but, like, oh, that's not a gang. It's just uh, just uh, cousins of the yeah. super. <laughs> that's not marijuana. I think they're burning incense. <laughs> All right, what do you got? Matt Farrell uh, has a question for Zane. Uh-oh. 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 <laughs> where did you buy your socks? His, his mom bought them. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Lily bought them. Cole, I bought them. I bought them from Coles in uh, in Goose Creek. Or, oh, no, nice. in Summer in Somerville, Matt. Do we have you Coles? Know, you know is Coles in New York? Coles, no. yeah. Oh, yeah. Is yeah. it Coles in New York? No, it's a town. No, the, the only one. The only one. I know of one in Brooklyn. That's the only one I know. I don't. The Marshalls on 63rd Drive in Regal Park. Not a clue. But if Marshalls sells Coles products, that doesn't count. You guys really don't know there's a Coles? There's like a Coles and a Marshall within there's a not, five minute drive. Not here. Not here. Yeah. Not here. We don't live in a city. We don't. I mean, we don't have the there, same stores. There's, we don't have. Yeah. They're in Brooklyn. They're Queens. They're not really. Yeah, we Matt, don't we don't have, we don't have a church's chicken or a chirping chicken. There is a Popeyes though. There is a Popeyes. There's no Now we do not have a chirping chicken. Do you know? In the hardest clothes. Give me on this. Do you know that Andrew tried to order twelve chicken sandwiches from Popeyes today? And they told him, you want 12? Make them yourself. And he did. And they gave it to him for free. Wow. Yeah, there's a video no. somewhere. Are you serious? They had, they had 12 sandwiches in there and a bunch oh, of that's sides. Oh, that's how Adam got They had this oh giant bag of, of Popeye's he, chicken yeah, sandwiches. He made them himself? Yeah, he Fuck did. Yeah. He he did yeah, we were trying to get yeah. some, man. I've never, been on that side. I've never been on that side of a fast fast food restaurant. I imagine, though. I imagine, though. Yeah, people saw the guy who got stabbed to death. Of course. That's why they're always wearing Crocs and they're always sliding around. You guys saw the guy who got stabbed to death for the Popeye's chicken sandwich? No, but that does not surprise me. Yeah, that, that was. Yeah, was this above was or below the Mason Dixon line? Uh, below, uh, below, below. Uh, Mason uh, earlier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dixon. Dixon. Oh my god. <laughs> um, all right, what else do we have, guys? Give me something else, and then and then let's wrap up. Give me something um, else. We'll, I'll give you five more minutes. What were we talking about? What, 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 what were we talking about? What's we're the benefits of being a real estate agent? What's the benefits of being a real estate agent? What do you love about Absolutely it? Absolutely nothing unless you rock. What do you love about it? Because it's my life, man. You're drinking wine, just chilling out. You're a real Still estate agent. Still the office. All right? yeah. You're getting exposure. Uh, Raj, remind me when we post this to make sure everybody's Instagram and LinkedIn is, is tagged below. All right. You're getting exposure. And this is work, man. People have questions. They want to know about socks. They want to know about renter protection laws. <laughs> um, they want to know about becoming a real estate agent. This is what socks, man. I don't know. This is what we do. That's true. This is, in my opinion, this this is already you gotta face us. <laughs> but you've been doing it for like twelve years, right? Um, Gallant, I think this is the the best job in the world because what your job is is you meet people, you explore new places, and you make connections. I think being really good at this. Is actually a, the the biggest part is making connections with people. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. You know, Matt is somebody who just reached out to us on Facebook. Matt's killing right. it in Charleston. Matt, Matt I and used I to met, work with Matt. Matt and I met in two thousand eight. Right. You wanted to move to New York City. Yeah. Twenty fourteen. In two thousand. What year did you want to move to? Twenty fourteen. Twenty fifteen. But what year did you want to move to New York? You wanted to move in two thousand fifteen. Yep. And Matt put us in touch. Matt put. Yep. And right. that's the value of relationships. So, all right, Josh is sneaking out. Uh, oh, no, go for it. All right, what do you got? Yes, um, so, uh, Matthew Farrow, he said, guys, great lesson. Uh, uh, he said, you guys had a value, and for that reason, you guys got paid. It directly correlates to real estate. It's so a good job, everyone. Are there any questions, though? 
uh, Matthew once, uh, Matt Hoffman, our agent, he said that uh, you guys are always uneducated before it sells people. So, okay. Uh, Jimmy, question Jimmy Chu. How come Arthur and Zane are wearing the same shoes? All right, Jimmy. Well, actually, Tell me how. Hold on, hold on. Totally not. Arthur's are so on. nice. Wait, hold up, yeah. hold up, though. Three. Let me, let me just no, ask yeah. Jimmy Chu. Let me ask Jimmy Chu. These guys don't know because they're guys. But Jimmy, can I get a discount code? Rush. This is not the Jimmy Chu. Rush. No, no, it's not. It's Rush asking the question. Rush said, question from Jimmy Chu. All right. Here, do me a favor. I, I guarantee it's uh, record this. It's ten times worse. Record us because you're, you're not doing a thing. Just hit record. Are we gonna have last year's? All right, ready? Oh, we're, we're wrapping oh, up right now. You're giving me wrapping more. Okay. Just final cheers. Ooh, ready? That, that's my hand. All right. You got this, Matt. Matt. It's gone. It's yeah. gone. Cheers, cheers. cheers to Matt cheers. for not drinking. Yeah, Matt. Underage. Being responsible. All right, you guys close up. Thank you for cheers joining us. Cheers. Thanks for joining. Watch the YouTube video.